Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are going through the New Testament in a year. And we are in the book of Corinthians. And the Corinthians, we've been saying, they're kind of a wild bunch. Uh, they live in a wild town. Uh, they have wild backgrounds. And some of them are intellectuals. Some of them are partiers. Some of them are immoral. Some of them are idolaters. Some of them are rich. Some of them are poor. We've been saying it's like San Francisco or Toronto or Miami or or maybe even Washington, D.C. You know, just everybody's there and all kinds of stuff is going on. And uh, they wrote Paul a letter. He'd started a church there. They wrote him a letter trying to work out some of the issues that were happening in their little gathering, their little assembly. Ecclesia is the word for church. It just means assembly, people that are together. And uh, he's writing them a letter answering it. Well, in him answering the letter, they also had some complaints about Paul, Paul the Apostle. And they question his character and they question his motives. And that's just reality. If you want to be involved in ministry ever in, you know, what's called vocational ministry, a vocational ministry, you can be in vocational ministry. It doesn't mean you're getting paid for it. It means that it's one of the things that you primarily do with your life or the primary thing you do with your life. And if you're going to do that, then I want to promise you that you will receive an awful lot of criticism. You will get criticism all over the place. So if you don't like criticism, don't get involved with it. So um, they're criticizing him and he's defending himself. In the book of 2 Corinthians, he defends himself quite a bit. Uh, but here he is making some sort of defense for his apostleship because people are questioning him and questioning it. He said, aren't I free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen the Lord Jesus Christ? Jesus is Lord. Are you not the result of my work in the Lord? Even though I may not be an apostle to others, surely I am to you, for you're the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. He's saying, you know, I came, I planted the church. You guys didn't know Jesus. I introduced you to Jesus. And now you're questioning, you know, who I am and what I am and giving me grief about it. Listen, I led you guys to the Lord and I'm not an apostle to everybody. There's some places I've never even been. So I'm certainly not an apostle to them. But I was an apostle to you. The word apostle means a sent one. He was sent to them by God to establish that fellowship there. He said, here's my defense for those who sit in judgment of me. He said, don't we have the right to food and drink? Because some people are saying, oh, you know, those guys come, you know, when they show up, you know, they're staying in people's houses, you know, eating people's food. And well, that's what happened in the ancient world. There were no hotels and there were no uh, Airbnbs and people weren't carrying around, you know, mobile homes you know, behind their truck. They would stay with people and they're saying, oh, you know, those guys come and they just take advantage of everybody, you know, stay at their house. And well, that's what Jesus said to do. He said, when you when you get into a town, you know, find people that are hospitable and stay with them. And if they're not hospitable, he said, get out of their house. Don't, don't, don't do it. And he said, so don't we have the right to food and drink? And don't we have the right to take a believing wife along with us, as do the other apostles and the Lord's brothers in Cephas? So it seems like James, the apostle, you know, and uh, James, the, the, the brother of Jesus, and Cephas being Peter, you know, those guys would travel around and bring their family with them. And Paul said, you know, well, we, you know, we travel around. Those guys travel around. Like, you don't give those guys grief. Like, why are you giving me grief? He said, are, all, are only Barnabas and I the ones who lack the right to not work for a living? Uh, Paul was known as a tent maker. So a lot of times he would make tents 
and he would work part-time making tents and the rest of his time he would plant churches and teach people and share the gospel and and he said look you know the other guys are receiving money for this you know i I, I can't receive money. Like, why Why is that a problem? You know, if people give me offerings so that I can live, so that I can, instead of using that time making tents or using that time driving trucks or using that time being an engineer or using that time being a physician, you know, and working, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, you know, why is it wrong that some people would support me so that I can give you know, 12 hours a day to the gospel and to the preparation of preparing teachings uh, for people. You know, what, what's, wrong, what's wrong with that? And he said, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Yeah, some people do, but most don't. You know, soldiers are paid for those who send them out to soldier. Who plants a vineyard and doesn't eat its grapes? Well, of course, that's like sort of preposterous, right? Can you imagine you know, planting a vineyard and you can't eat a single grape off of it. Who tends a flock and doesn't drink the milk? And do I say this merely on human authority? Doesn't the law, the law of Moses, say the same thing? For it's written in the law of Moses, do not muzzle an ox while he's treading out grain. Is this about oxen that God is concerned about? No, it's saying that even the animals, like when the animals are out there threshing grain, you know, they can, they can eat, you know, what it is that's on the ground, you don't prevent them from eating it, you know, they, they need to eat. I do love the idea, though, that God um, does liken in the illustration his ministers, his pastors, his teachers, his apostles, his Christian workers to oxen. <laughs> you know, don't think too highly of yourself, you're just an ox, you just, you just carry you carry the weight, you carry the load. Surely he says this for us, doesn't he? Yes, it's written for us. Because whoever plows and whoever threshes should be able to do so with the hope of sharing in the harvest. You know, so if you're out there, you know, sharing the gospel, being a missionary somewhere and people are coming to Christ, you should, you know, assume that, you know, maybe, maybe you're going to share together. You're going to bring the gospel, they're going to bring the cash. If we have sown spiritual seed among you, is it too much if we reap a material harvest from you, a material blessing from you? How else would we do it? I mean, we gotta gotta get there somehow, we gotta survive somehow. If others have this right of support, shouldn't we have it all the more? And so they didn't have a problem with other people getting it, but they had a problem with the Apostle Paul because people just, for some reason, had a problem with Paul. But we did not use this right. On the contrary, we put up with anything rather than hinder the, the gospel of Christ. Wow, this is kind of interesting. Because he just made the case that he's worthy to be paid for the work that he does for the gospel and for the planting of churches and for the establishing of, of disciples and doing discipleship and teaching the word. But he said, you know, that's not what we did. And he said, don't you know that those who serve in the temple get their food from the temple? And those who serve at the altar share what is offered on the altar? In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. You preach, you should be able to make your living from it. He said, but I didn't use any of these rights. So you're wrong about me. Even though you thought that maybe I was coming in and taking people's food and people's drink, I wasn't. I was supporting myself the whole time. And if I wasn't supporting myself, then I had other people from someplace else that were supporting me so that I could bring the gospel to you. So don't give me any grief because I didn't take anything from you. Wow, Paul, he sort of turned the tables on him. 
And he said, and I'm not writing this in hope that you will do such things, but I would rather die than allow anyone to deprive me of this boast. So he's not like, you know, I'm, oh, I'm just saying this, you know, so that like, you know, now that you guys know, you know, that, you know, I didn't take anything, you know, maybe you're going to give me something. No, not at all. He said, when I preach the gospel, I can't boast because I'm compelled to preach the gospel. I have to preach the gospel whether I'm in jail and whether, whether you guys are paying me or not paying me. Woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. I need to do this. If I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If, uh, if not voluntary, I'm just simply discharging the trust committed to me. So either way, and I'm just supposed to do it. God gave this to me to do, so I need to do it. What's my reward? This is my reward. Just this, that in preaching the gospel, I offer it free of charge. And so uh, to not make full use of my rights as a preacher of the gospel. So I had the right to do it, but I didn't take that right. I just wanted to preach it for free. And I wanted everybody to know that it, that it came for free. There was nothing attached to it. And though I'm free and belong to no one, I've made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews, I become like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, like one under the law, though I'm not under the law. So as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, the Gentiles, I become like them. I become like them. To win those not having the law. To the weak, I become weak. I become all things to all people so that, that by all means possible, I might save some. I do this for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in his blessings. What do they say when in Rome, you know, you do as the Romans. And so, you know, he would, he would just adapt to wherever he went and he would uh, live like the people. The Wycliffe Bible translators do this. When they send their translators out all over the planet, they tell them what you need to do is you need to live just like the people. Live among them and live just like them. So uh, if they live in apartments, get an apartment. If they live in a hut, you know, then maybe you want to think about living in a hut. So uh, making the sacrifices in order to preach the word of God. Uh, the Apostle Paul did it full time. But I think all of us maybe should consider making some sacrifices in order to preach the word of God or to make sure the word of God gets to people who need it. Hey, love you guys. Let's spread this thing far and wide and let's give our money to do it. Why not? not going to take the money with us anyway. So may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. May the Lord give you peace and grace and mercy. Amen. Let's get this thing done.